0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. ball coach, Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: And good morning. Welcome in to the Thursday, a rainy Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room 205 342 9904. Twitter at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Sanders 1, at Joe Gaither 6. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. You can take us with you anywhere you go. Also, the email address for our show is Barry at yahoo.com. So keep the emails flowing in. We'd love to. Hear from the listeners. If it has to last, it has to be tough. with the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. For projects to stand up against Mother Nature's best, be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine, the lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard project, and remember... If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Good morning, Joe. You all right this morning over there with your little Bears Bears sweatshirt on? You good? Oh, yeah. Oh, you good? yeah, You good? Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning?
2: I'm doing okay, Barry. Right. Uh, basketball last night, Alabama. I uh, got 33 more points from the three line. Uh, they, they had 15 threes, and I think uh, Florida had four. And so they, they pretty much – uh, crushed him. Uh, Miller and Sears again comp- continued to play well. Uh, for whatever reason, Noah Gurley didn't play at all. Uh, Castleton got 29 inside, but that was that was about it. It was a pretty much a you know pretty much a runaway. Just sort of like I figured it might be that bad, but uh, I knew it was going to be a win for Alabama. 17 point line or uh, 10 point line, I think. In uh, the big upset of the night, if you want to call it that, Tennessee had the game won. Mm. I never seen anything like it in my life. They got the basketball twice to shoot a layup and don't. Um, and I understand that they wanted to just to keep the keep the basketball and thought that, but they only had the two point lead rather than the three. Finally, uh, Vanderbilt chases them down and fouls them with four point two. And uh, kid goes to the line and misses the free throw with, a, with the rebound coming right back to them. They get it down. Uh, it's four point two when they cross the line, I guess, and call time out. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure they call time out now, really. But anyway, they got the basketball on the dribble drive to the basket. They had a guy over in the corner, kicked it to him. He shot it, and Tennessee lost the game. 66-65 uh, uh, in a, quite an unusual game. No reason for Tennessee to lose that game. Um, it just, you know, you could shoot the layup, and, and I can understand sometimes you don't want to even lose up, lose the ball. You want to stay with the ball and and get yourself fouled and keep the basketball and go to the line and run the clock out because it's just eight seconds on the clock. And it just the best way to say it is it backfired. It completely backfired on Tennessee, and now they're, you know, we're they're going to be second and third place in the league, and nobody's going to catch Alabama, so Alabama's going to, going to win the league. LSU got beat um, again last night uh, by Mississippi State, 64-53, and um, those are the three games that that took place last night. If you want to watch some basketball tonight, y'all to watch Purdue play. They played eight o'clock tonight against Iowa, I think it is. UCLA plays tonight, in Gonzaga plays arizona plays tonight some of the teams that are involved in trying to get uh, a long way in the ncaa tournament will be participating tonight um fsu gave uh, novella a new uh eight million dollar contract over oh, the 10 wins that he had two lanes defense is going to um perhaps perhaps going to miami i'm not sure yet kevin durant's going to the suns
1: no 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 that's done that's a done deal? I don't know, but I was fixing to say oh, it. Oh, Joe, saying What's it is. Wow, when did that go down?
3: Sometime when I was asleep last
1: night. Oh, <laughs> wow. There you go. Breaking news.
2: Kevin Durant's going to the Suns, and Kyrie Irving, of course, is going to Dallas. So Why do you trade away your whole team? I don't, I don't uh, get that. So, um, I guess the next big thing is the Alabama Auburn game, which will be a one o'clock game. Uh, 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central uh, game game day, or whatever you call it, will be there at Auburn. Uh, Auburn better uh, cinch up. I and mean, I, I certainly understand that the crowd will be there, and the crowd will be on Auburn's side, and it will be a very tough game. But uh, even with the toughness that, that uh, they have, I do you know with their fans and all, I, I think, I don't know what the line's going to be, but it will be, be a tough game for Alabama. But I think Alabama comes out of it.
1: All right, so the stand is now updated. Uh, Alabama, of course, clearly ahead eleven of it. A and M still right there, could keep it interesting at nine and two. That loss last night puts Tennessee at eight and three. Florida, I mean, I'm sorry, Auburn and Kentucky at seven and four. South Carolina, Missouri, six and five, uh, along with Arkansas and Vanderbilt is five and six, and then the rear doesn't even matter at this point. Um, guys, you know, I hear people talk about. Um, this should potentially be a Final Four team for for Alabama Um, and we'll see. You know, you get the tournament and matchups and uh, one night, you have a bad shooting night and the game can go go south on you, but it's much easier right, guys, to win a national championship in football than it is in basketball. Don't you think? I mean, you got 300 and something schools now, obviously probably 200 and Ninety-five of them have no chance of winning the national championship, uh, but you get sixty-eight teams in the tournament. Where if, you know, I think when you kick off in football, there's probably only three SEC champion, three SEC teams that have a chance to win the national championship with the current format um, of only four teams making it. When they get to twelve. Will that make it a little bit easier for others to have a chance to win a national championship, Joe and Dad? And I ask you first: when there's, it's a 12-team playoff.
2: Well, like, since they're playing, yeah. yeah. I don't know, you know, since they are get to play, they have a chance. If you don't get to play, you don't, you don't have a chance. So if you go 12, I, I, I don't think the best team will be able to go through that. It's so much, so much in football is injury, and basketball to some extent too, but football. You can get the quarterback hurt at the, you know, the second game and be gone. So it's you got to avoid that, and you have to avoid you have to avoid injuries in, in football and basketball and all sports. But I get to be you know you got to go through six games in the NCAA tournament. Uh, if you're really high seed, the first two don't really you know you're pretty much through those, and then the final sixteen it gets a little tougher. But getting to getting to the final four is, is not as easy as John Q fan thinks it is. It's it's pretty
1: difficult. Uh, Joe, the expectation for Alabama football—it's national championship, or you had a bad season. Uh, you know, it was not a successful season. But basketball, of course, never been to the Final Four, been to the Final Sixteen many times, Final Eight once. The expectation is so different, and you hear people talk on shows. Oh, you know, we'll probably get to the Sweet Sixteen. Everybody is so pessimistic about getting to where you. <laughs> Why is it just because of what football's done? So the expectation is here, and they expect them to do that. But it's almost like, Bama, They almost put a negative deal on it where they're expecting them to lose. They're at afraid some point. to believe. Yeah. Afraid. What? What is, that? What is that? They don't
3: want to get their heart broken, Barry.
1: <laughs> but don't they get their heart broken in football? Well, well,
3: yeah, but they've seen. I mean, they've seen football uh, reach the mountaintop. What, eighteen times? So, eighteen national championships. So they know it can be done. Yeah, uh, and so they can believe. Uh, they can believe. Uh, they've never seen. They've never. We've never seen basketball make it past the Elite Eight. And while we, you and I and Coach know that it can be done, uh, it, with the right circumstances on the right night and the right shooting, um you know, the the Bama fans have, have been have been burned, have been heartbroken a couple times, a, a couple dozen times, a bunch of times. So I think I think you get a lot of scars built up and that's why people are apprehensive to believe.
1: UConn dead lost last night. Yeah. Um they lost yeah, to 10 South. In a row. Yeah, they lost to South Carolina over the weekend. Guys, this is an amazing stat to me. That is the first time they have lost two consecutive games. In 30 years. Yeah, that's the women. Now that is a mate. I don't care if it's women or a uh, pair of basketball. Only two consecutive. In 30 years? How's that even possible?
3: What do you guys make of Gino calling out, uh, was it Don, Don, Don Staley and <laughs> the South Carolina play style?
1: <laughs> but did he really call her out?
3: He said she they weren't playing basketball, they were playing too physical. They're playing too uh, tough. They're beating people up. It's not basketball.
1: I didn't. I saw that she got mad and she finally dropped the glove, said so she's tired of it, and she went after Gino. I, I didn't really know exactly what it was about. I don't. Ellie, just,
3: Gino did. said his girls had bruises on, on their bodies after playing South Carolina.
1: Oh, Gino, come on. Uh, but they two in 30 years? I mean, I know you say women's basketball, but still, that's a. That's an amazing stat to me. Not to you.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty big stat. know, there's so many teams uh, that that are not anywhere in the in the capabilities of the of Connecticut and South Carolina. I don't think so. Um, All
1: right, I, I want to say this about Bama. I want this to come out last night. 97-69 win. And I had bragged earlier in the year, and last night they, they shot it well, they were uh, 15 of 34 from three. So that that's thir- 44%. If you could shoot 44% every night from three, uh, you would take it. Do you think they've gone back, though, to just launching? I, it, there was one point where I thought their shot selection was much better. Now, I just think when they're open, they're. Fi- I think that's going to backfire on them. It,
2: well, a- they're launching a lot. Yeah, they, they are. They are. Um, when, when, even in games that you say, ooh, and, and they shoot it. But that's the way they play. Yeah. And that's the way they're going to continue to play. And you either go to the bank with that or you don't go to the bank with that. Georgia Tech, uh, Will mention. I meant to mention, Georgia Tech beat Notre Dame last night. I know the Tech coach is trying to keep his job with –
1: new uh whatever ad over there so uh we'll see all right uh anyway joe were you in the arena last oh my
2: got beat last night by the way
1: yeah were you in the arena last night joe yes sir how were the uh how was the students crowd was the student crowd good
3: students were almost full i give them about 85 90 percent
1: how was the other
3: I was disappointed. <laughs> I was upset. Uh, I'm gonna guess it was about sixty percent total, sixty-five percent total. Let me let me see what the total, what the official number was.
1: That they called it.
3: They called it ten thousand five hundred ninety-nine. Is that fair? Uh, yes, yes, it's fair. I, I it feels maybe a thousand too much, but that's it,
1: fair. And by people saying, get a bigger arena. Get a bigger arena. That's why you don't get a bigger arena. When you got the number three team in the nation, and you're not that big arena, they ain't coming on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night at eight uh, o'clock. So, but if you had ten thousand, that place would be full. Uh, so I don't know. I, it's it's weird. Like I have access to some tickets. And I think Alabama is a blast to watch. It's 8 o'clock game. So I met my team. I said, hey, anybody want the tickets? Want tickets? Not one guy raised their hand. Why? Uh,
3: I don't get it. I was down there. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I can't I can't speak for those people because I, I was, uh, you know, I was excited to be there.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess because you can watch it on TV. It's 8 o'clock. There's other things going on. You can just go home and watch it. You're going to get out of there late at 10. So I understand if you're coming from Birmingham – I just think the SEC may, may need to play those games at 7 somehow. I know about TV. But 8 o'clock, is that not hard if you're living in Birmingham? Dad, living in well,
2: you know, they're trying to get to the eastern part of the United States, people up, to, up the east coast that like basketball a great deal. Well, that's
1: uh, 9 o'clock up there.
2: Well, I know. But uh, I, I, I think it's too late personally. But uh, everything's built around television, the best teams. They feel go later, and the Alabama Auburn game, of course, is an afternoon game. In um, ac- actual, if you will get on the internet, you will already see the times of the games that have already been set for the yeah, entire year. I,
1: I think <laughs> they missed the boat.
2: They and they would do that. I, I could. I looking at who played who for the rest of the year, and they've got the times of, of the games it from the very beginning.
1: Joe, do you think the time? I think, and I don't know what you do. You worry about getting them all on TV, uh, but six seems too early and eight's too late. It needs to be at seven o'clock, right? It'd be a lot easier for somebody getting off work to get there for a seven o'clock game. To get there for a six o'clock game, I mean, you're pulling there at five something, so you're going straight from work, eight o'clock. Now you get out of there, you're not getting home and you're not getting in the bed till. Almost well, you can't up. please
3: everybody, though. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make some people upset. That's like, <laughs> Somebody's going to be upset.
1: But isn't yeah. seven better than yeah. six or eight? Sure, what do you do a... about
3: TV? Yeah.
2: Wait, see what happens when you go to 16 games,
1: 16
3: teams. Right, yeah, what do you do about TV? If you might make them at seven, you, are you playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so, so everybody can play
1: at seven? Well, here's what I would do, and we're way past our break. You have this SEC alternate channel that I ain't never seen them put a game on there. Ever. So Ever. just put games, put have two games going on at the same time, put it on there, and play them at seven o'clock in the central time zone. You're going to get better crowds. All right, y'all don't agree with me. No, I
3: mean I I I, I agree that
1: I, I mean you got it, the number three team in the nation. Yeah, you. And I mean you were I've been disappointed ran, 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 last night. I am disappointed. So the time I think was a factor.
3: But that's yeah. a.
2: You don't know that you don't know that the number three team in the nation when you're setting your television sets
3: back in, back in you don't you don't know all
2: that. I'm
1: just saying it's, a, that's a, it's That's on the Alabama
3: fan. That's not on ESPN for putting the it's not on the conference office.
1: Well that's not just the Alabama fan, any fan. Eight o'clock at night's hard. I don't know, people call or disagree with me. I'm not putting that on the I'm just putting it on any fan. You got kids, you gotta get them to school, it's eight o'clock, it's seven. Yeah, you know, there's a lot behind more behind the scenes that you want to let on. Well, I'm just saying we got this SCC alternate. We got the, all these channels, the alternate channel. You can forget it.
3: But nobody can find it. That <laughs> no. what, what well, you're you going to do? is you're put, just
1: everything on it.
3: You're going to put it on the uh, the alternate channel. Or you're going pe- to get people complaining that I couldn't find Alabama play last night. I couldn't find Bama. Well, play.
1: I think Dad hit on a point there. Don't set the times until. We start seeing everybody's record. Now, when Ole Miss is playing South Carolina, you put that game anytime you want, ain't nobody watching it. So adjust it based on the week.
3: That's how they do for football. You get get times two weeks in advance.
1: There you go. All right. Uh, Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you. They'll pick up the laundry, get it all cleaned up, and deliver it right back from the suits, the dresses, the dress shirts, the casual wear, the golf shirts. It, there, you also have three locations you can drop off. University of Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Port, and 4851 Rice Mine Road. 205-391-0034. One of the problems, too, last night is I know locally you had Hillcrest, Bryant, Northridge, and Central playing. And that's a lot of people that go to those games, so that, that would hurt you as well. You listen to Tide 100.9. the home of Alabama Sports.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the of Nissan Traffic Center, the wrecks are coming in on a wet Thursday morning. 2059 eastbound at mile marker 83. U.S. 11 at Grind Crossing Road in Coley. Delays at both. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at of Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on
5: the Tuscaloosa Thread.
6: Good Thursday morning. The Tuscaloosa branch of the NAACP is attempting to set up a meeting with Tuscaloosa County school officials to discuss an alleged limit placed on subjects that could be mentioned in a planned Black History Month presentation at Hillcrest High School on the 23rd. Students claim they were told they could not mention slavery or civil rights. Yesterday, more than 200 students walked out of class in protest. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free.org Town Media, Tuscaloosa.
7: In
1: a collision? Easy decision. Make one call to one name. Reno
7: 206-6300. No representation made the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than quality of legal services
8: performed. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
7: Rain diminishing this morning. Clouds will linger this afternoon and tonight. Temperatures holding steady in the upper 50s and low 60s today, or low tonight, 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with only a small chance of a shower, the high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's
0: 59 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Will
9: somebody answer that damn phone?
0: That's 205-342-9904.
9: Whiskey River, take my mind.
1: Yellowwood pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closest to you, protects against rot and fungal decay. It is the absolute best. All right, guys, I need y'all's help. I have a dilemma tonight, and I always have have to ask you guys to help me with these situations. There's only one me, and there's three places that people want me at tonight at the same time. And i got to decide which one to do. Here's the options, Dad. Here's the places that people want me to be. Our girls team, which I love my girls team and Coach Acker, they're playing in the area finals at Francis Marion. So the girls want me to come to that game. Mac has his final regular season game, which I am the coach, at 5.30. The girls games at six, Max games at five thirty. Tonight, also in Rockford, Alabama, Central Coosa plays BB Comer. When y'all say, what the crap does that matter? Well that's we play one of those two teams next Tuesday night. I know absolutely nothing about either one of those two teams. They're playing, Joe, at what time? Six o'clock. So I need to go scout that game. I want to go watch them in person, see how they play, see what their true. But I can't be three places at once.
3: Well, I'll coach Mac's team.
1: So what do I do, Dad? Where do I go?
3: Uh, I guess I tell
2: Mac what my problem is, and I get somebody to coach his team.
1: All right, I've done that. Check. Now, the girls, they're, I told the girls, I said, look, you're going to be playing next week. I will – Come to that game next week. So I've already made my decision, but I got I got people mad at me. Uh, tell them, tell them we'll work real hard and get over it. Yeah. So, um. So I will be going to. You ever been to Rockford, Alabama, then? No, where is it close? What's it close to? Near Maplesville. You got to go all the way to eighty two, then you whip up by Maplesville and. I don't know. Somebody, Philip Pearson told me it's over. You're almost all the way to Lake Martin. So Rockford, Alabama. Anybody been to Rockford, Alabama? Let me know. Central Coosa. B, now, B.B. B. Comer is out of Silicaga. How long would it take you to get to Silicaga from Tuscaloosa?
2: I don't know. From Birmingham it's probably
3: 40 minutes, 45.
1: Whew. So, Joe, go to Rockford, Alabama tonight. Is that what we're decided?
3: Uh, I think that's the best move.
1: So, just tell Jenny. Get over it.
3: Well, Miss Jenny can coach Mac.
1: Oh, no. She's not going to coach. She's not going to coach. We had a group. The group me thing. I had another group me thing come over the weekend. Um...
3: it's not like Mac is playing high I'm sorry I'm sure Mac is a heck but of an.
1: let athlete. me tell you what happened on and I got we got to get to, tell you what happened on Saturday they put out a schedule and Mac's game was at 11 o'clock well I've told y'all about the group mes we have a group me for like three leagues or whatever these people group me more than anybody I've seen in my entire life like I could be at practice and get there and they've done sent out 40 of them what's that it's group like meet? a message they send out it's almost like tech but it has a bunch of people on it, so I had Jenny on there just to help me maneuver everything. So our game's supposed to be at eleven o'clock. About eight five, a group me goes up on Saturday morning, saying, "Hey, we're here. No teams here to play us." This was one of the games that has been ch- was changed. There's no team here. My heart sunk. I roll back about sixty group me's. And he, they had a schedule change. in our team. What is group me? Oh, Joke. What is group me to start it with? I mean, I It's just listeners.
3: like a messenger app. Everybody where knows
1: what group me yeah.
3: is. What, what do you do with group me? What's group me so, like, it mean?
1: Let's say we have, we could have like my whole team is on this one group me. So we have a group, the TA 2022, 20, 23. So I, any message I put on there, everybody that's on it gets it at one time. So? What do you mean? So well, what, so what, what? What are you doing? You're sending out schedules, communicating. Communicating. Uh, so yeah, our anybody, listeners, our listeners are, are turning the radio off by the thousand. They're not. They're like this. Somebody actually told me they they live my life. So I scroll back fifty group mes, hit it. Oh yeah, they had changed our game. Nobody told me they were changing our game till eight o'clock. It was eight o five. So we had a forfeit. Now the team that we were supposed to play was zero and eight. We took, we gave them their first win. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. So that's not a good fit. So I said, Jenny, you had one job. So she puts on there. You know, hey, in, in the future, could you guys email the coaches? About the changes, at least the coaches that are. What are y'all,
2: what are y'all playing? What are y'all playing? This is
1: Max's game, Max team. Oh,
2: well, you didn't tell You didn't
1: tell us to say that. Joe, did I not say that at the beginning? No, you did not. No answer. Did I say that at the no. beginning? No. I was, I was following you. Okay, no. yeah. Joe was following me.
2: Well, he was following me. John Q. Fanning, they're snoring now. It's not John Q.
1: Fanning. They got so the, here's the, here's hung the best, up. Here's the best part of it. Jenny puts on the group me that goes to all these people. Supposed to be the head coaches, I guess, and says, "Hey, in the future, could we email the coaches, at least the ones that their times change?" Because I'm not rolling back 50 group me's. She didn't say that, and they you know what they responding was. This group me is only for head coaches, and the guy deleted her off the group me. What? Yeah. Yeah.
2: What? Why can't, those, I can't yeah. those kids just get out and play and not have teams?
1: What do you mean, guy, just get out yeah. and play? So they shouldn't play in a league?
3: Just play. Just get out and play. They do play. Everybody gotta, show up at nine, we'll split teams yeah, up and up play till nine. noon.
1: Yeah. Oh, corn. So we shouldn't play on a team? No, just let them play. So when the Enjoy guy deleted other. Jenny off the group, me, I'm on like nine. I have like five for my teams at TA and Jack's baseball and the other. I said, I was like, dude, like, she's helping me with my ministry. Yeah, what the I mean, heck? Yeah, come on. I mean, at least let your wife be on there. That's waiting <sighs> when this is over. It's over, Coach. It's over. It's over. You, you're you uh, not following it. That's the problem. No, I'm not following it because you didn't start off by telling it was Mac. Because you don't listen. No, I don't listen because you didn't tell it was, say it
2: was Mac. want to think about group me.
1: Well, everybody's listening to us. Congratulations. Maybe we'll put you in a group, me, with me and yeah. Joe and Hunter Johnson. Uh, and y'all can talk about what you're going to say at the show. First in game, so. con- condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, only head coaches. Are you kidding me? Well, Jenny's you the head coach. All granite countertops, Internet and direct TV are provided, 10-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level view, river views, easy access to the river wall the historic district of downtown Norport. Two minutes to downtown, five to the University of Alabama. 205-657-7465. We go to firstdomaincondos.com. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room, one month free rent. Jack Crow is next. We'll have him break down the new coordinators. And what do they do when they get to the, You Hire them. They come in. What's the first few things they do? Learn the players, get a place to live. Meet with Coach Sabin. We'll find out what Jack Crow says. You listen Tide, 100.9 to see home of Alabama sports.
0: This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update.
5: I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide sports update. 13 former Alabama players have been invited to the 2023 NFL Combine. The Alabama women's basketball team has announced its power of pink night. Former Alabama basketball player Jerry Harper has been named to the 2023 SEC Basketball Legends Class.
0: This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, the wrecks are coming in on a wet Thursday morning. 2059 eastbound at mile marker 83. U.S. 11 at Grime Crossing Road in Coalink. Delays at both. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
0: It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi.
5: Reading Allies is a literacy program that helps below grade level readers rise to grade.
7: 60s today, or low tonight, 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with only a small chance of a shower, the high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide
6: 100.9. Oh me,
5: pour me another drink, cause I don't want to feel a thing.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. i right, get right to the Yellowwood hotline. I always love talking uh, to Coach Jack Crow because it's not radio talk. This guy tells you what actually goes on behind the closed doors. Good morning, Coach. How you doing, sir? Hey,
10: Jack. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Wimp. i you uh, Wimp? You know Hey, and again, sort of says says maybe you know maybe it's time to take a drink,
1: huh? Hey, Coach yeah. Crow, let me ask you: Do you know what group me? Do you know what group me we is? We ain't
2: starting that with Jack. Yeah,
1: I want to ask him if he knows what to see if he knows. Do you know what group me is?
2: Group me? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, there's a lot okay. I don't know. Alright, that's over. That's over with. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about two things. We're gonna talk about the offensive and defense coordinator job, and we're gonna yeah. talk about the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, All right. We'll, I'm a, we'll we'll start with uh. If you want to you want to tell our listeners your. Uh, so I I, you I, found, I found out somebody that was interviewed that nobody knows, but I can't say. So go ahead. Oh but, Lord, that's you yeah. oh, know so that's, that's you got to share that. Yeah, well. that's beautiful. hey. hey.
1: Well coach, let me ask you, hey, uh, let me ask you this about the coordinator. All right, you hire these guys. Now Tommy Reese and Nick Coach say I don't want to call him Nick, sorry, coach. Uh are yeah. aren't familiar with each other. He and Kevin Steele are. What do the yeah. first first couple of weeks do these guys do when they get here?
10: Well, uh let me let me let me put it in perspective. You know, every every coach literally has a twelve month calendar and every day is lined up and his his administrative people they know what time in each one of those days something is happening. And it literally is three hundred even to the point about how much time he has away from there. So the one thing that this year did was screwed up the time when you have all your staff coming back where as soon as as that February date is over with, you actually take ten days and get lost. Well, Miss Terry didn't have her ten days or you know, before you come back and start getting ready for organizing spring training. Because when you hire new coordinators, one or definitely with two, I mean, you come right at it as soon as you get your hands on those guys. It, 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 but I'll tell you what, he's not going to have to stay in the room very long with Kevin Steele. He's going to have to stay in that room a long time. Uh, I guess his name is Reese, Tommy Reese. And what's interesting What's interesting, uh, the old old philosophy is you either build one or buy one. Yeah. Uh, He built, you know, all those guys that he has that were analysts, that he raised, you know, he just goes back and plucks them out. Now, you know, he didn't run into this problem when he was just plucking plucking his coordinators from people that were really raised with him from, you know, that's why they were there. It's it's harder for Nick to raise them now, honestly, and his age has got something to do with that. It has that backlog of guys who come in there and you you know you're paying them. I used to uh, I used to tell them the pork and bean level entry of a coach is you just come in there just to be there and you're eating pork and beans just to be in that building. That 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 kind of development process, which is where. Uh, you know, it's where Pruitt and, and um, Kirby both started and a bunch of other guys did that I know. Uh, so he's, you know, he sort of lost that engine that he had of, of those guys just standing at his feet that he hand-picked. And then he was, you know, he was going to grow him a crop and then he was going to harvest the crop of the, the truly great ones, which he has. And so it's a different time for Nick. He's, he's having to... I don't know how much he had to pay Tommy, but, you know, he, he's having conversations about how much, you know, how much money you make. And so, uh, and, and you're meeting people in strange places and everybody's looking for your airplane. I always used to meet them at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. I had a little bit of a scheme where nobody would ever know who I talked to, and that's probably why nobody knows this, because the, the plane didn't obviously land on the ground with a Tail number that could be tracked. Uh, I always flew in a Tyson plane, which covered it up, and um, and met him at a busy ass place like the the Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth hotel uh, airport. Um, so he's, but where he's at right now with Tommy is is he, he's got a young man who's going to try to learn a lot from what's already there uh try to make his he's going to grow him not from the bottom but from a guy that he trusts with the game to run the game but he's that boy's going to be on a learning curve now because nick's got the book and nick knows the players and and that's always where it starts with with a head coach's influence over a coordinator is how you use the players i've recruited them i know the strengths i know their weaknesses I know what real value they can bring, you know, to their position. But this is this is how I want to use them. This guy can play inside the tackles, but this guy's got to play on the outside edge. Uh, this guy is, a, is not quite the corner we need, but he's the guy that's going to be the nickel, the sort of. And this is the safety that we can get down in the box because I know he can do this. If you know what I'm talking about, it's a lot about use of personnel right now because nobody knows personnel better than Nick does. Right. Well, we're going through a situation with Tommy
2: where the the very first thing that's going to be said after the first three games is, I don't understand why we don't throw it more. You know, we're running that football. You know, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me why we don't throw it more because, you know, what's his name was here last year, we threw it it well, even though we didn't have great receivers. But it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And that's exactly
10: what's going to happen with Tommy. Well and it's going to go back to personnel cuz I think I think Nick has shown when he believes in that guy that's throwing it he will throw it but he's not going to let that guy get him beat either
1: yeah
10: and 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 only Nick is going to decide where that line is yeah you know Mike Shanahan if y'all remember that name uh, people for the young people he's the dad of the guy that's probably doing doing the best job of coaching in the NFL right now Mike was the offensive coordinator at Florida when I was the offensive coordinator at Auburn, and we had a great relationship before and after that. But Mike, one time, I was at camp with him, with John, and he just got John Elway, left Florida, and went there as offensive coordinator. And and he had had, had had John Elway like at three workouts when I went out there and stayed with him. They actually tried to get me to come out there and, and coach the tight ends. But Mike looked at me, and he said, I've studied this and I've talked to people for a while and I think there were 32 teams in the league right now. He says something don't hold me to these exact numbers. He says there's it's like eight teams out of 32 that win because of their quarterbacks and the rest of them try to win in spite of their quarterback. I'm trying to decide whether John Elway, if we got to win because of him or until I can grow him up. <laughs> so, you know that's the principle uh, of how many times you throw it, how much you know, how much you put in their bucket. And man, I'm telling you now, uh, Bryce Young, there ain't no way they're gonna come back with the same thing as that guy's got. I mean, I think I think he is truly, you know, he. Uh, I heard somebody say he he's a he's what happens when you put when you leave uh, Aaron Rodgers in the dryer to in the dryer too long. <laughs> Y'all heard that one? Yeah, I think it's pretty. That's yeah, pretty accurate. I mean, he is special. So, man, don't be, don't be expecting that to come
1: along. Uh, Coach, well, well, Tommy, you got Milro, you got Simpson, you got Holstein, you got Lonergan. None of these guys have played enough to say, "Hey, that guy." We know he's a gamer. Who will make the decision on the quarterback? Well, I mean, ultimately, I know Coach Saban's gonna Uh-oh. have the ultimate decision. But uh, how much does the coordinator, I guess, influence on who's going to start there? If there's a certain style he likes to play, uh, maybe that's happened here before. Maybe coach has gone and started. Uh, maybe Jalen, even when Tua, maybe threw the ball better. But who, who ultimately yeah. makes that decision? Is that that Coach Saban?
10: Well, I mean, oh, without a doubt, yeah. the The line is, how much influence is he really going to give Tommy in that decision, which is a major trust factor. I'll get into storytelling here, and Wimpy always cut me off in in this, but when I get to Auburn, they had a returning starter named Ken Hobby who had been recruited by the world and was a prize, okay? Behind him was Clayton Buford, and then it was another one, and the six-teamer was named – no – Randy Campbell was not even playing quarterback when I got there. He was the 16th wideout, out. And I got there about like Tommy is arriving. You know, I got a little, I got, but I'm a, I'm a fish out of water basically to be where I'm at at all. And, and we went along and went along and Pat kept coming every Sunday after spring training, he kept coming and just finding me one-on-one and shutting the door. He had one question. He says, can we win the SEC championship with our, well, with our quarterback? Which Ken Hobby, I, he, he was, he was just so pervasive. I just about had to carry him at first string, even after my doubts began to creep in about him, and then they began to creep in a little bit more. And, and after about half, well, maybe after about a week, I, I'm telling Larry Blakeney this, and Larry says, "Let me tell you." We got a guy that maybe he needs to be playing quarterback. I signed him. I think he ought, always should have been playing quarterback. So we put Hobby over there. Now I think this is the way the kid at Georgia evolved. You just think about the evolution that that, that kid went through. Uh, kid that just won two national championships. Uh, but I remember as, as Randy slowly got my credibility and I started looking at what the team needed. Now that's the, the quarterback should be selected somewhat on the basis of the team. Okay. Is this a team that can really run the ball and play great defense? Um, you know, and is that, does that dictate what kind of quarterback we got? I mean, you don't take an all out passer. If you don't have a pass protecting protect an offensive line. So, and what eventually happened, uh, and I know you, you know Pat Dye well enough. you probably heard this story. We actually finished spring training. He always told him, I'll have an extra day if we need it. It was almost a damn threat to him, to the team as we went through spring training. And we had the spring game. And on one team, Randy Campbell started. And on the other team, Ken Hobby started. And he came to me after the game. And he said, and, and Ken actually got the best grade. And, you know, nothing changed based on that game. He came in there and he said, we're ready to win an SEC championship. I said, I'm going to tell you, gut have got level, coach. I don't think we got the right guy playing for start the season with a quarterback because he didn't want to go through a fall looking for a quarterback. He wanted to have his quarterback at the end of spring training. And he went to the players on Sunday after the spring game and says, Monday night we're going to have one more scrimmage. I mean, they went in shock they were ready to go on a spring trip (laughs) and we went out that night and I, I I actually staged it. So Randy won the job, (laughs) but I'll I'll tell you this because I didn't trust Randy Campbell. I mean, I didn't trust. him, And I later told him that, I mean, if he, he gets word of this, he and I have had a, and he left after I had that conversation with he left over. But my point is, the guy that's coaching a quarterback will develop a gut level with a quarterback. Okay, yeah, you know this. He would develop a guy that he knows when to put him in what positions because he knows how he thinks, he know how he reacts, he know what he knows what plays. You can't do that with two guys. And as time evolves, you will find a guy that you were. I mean, Randy was freaking hundred and. 68 pounds around a four eight. They not nothing about him, but his brain, but his brain was through the friggin' roof. And, and this is going to happen and going to require a tremendous amount of faith between Tommy and Nick and, and for Pat to have, trust me. I'll always look back and say, hell, how, why in the world? And how did that happen? I mean, he just literally, you know, he literally let me do it. And, uh, um I'll always be grateful because that gave me great confidence, of course. Randy led us to an SEC championship, and probably – 83 we were probably the best team in the country.
1: Well, how do you factor in uh, when you coach a kid and he plays in the game? Some guys are gamers, and you know what they can – Oh, yeah. There's a big difference between out there at the practice field and when, you, when you're a new guy and none of these guys have played in the game. I guess you just have to well, – well,
10: I'll tell you this about that. Uh, if you do that competition right, yeah, particularly if you get to ones and twos, you can put as much pressure on them as you'll ever need in a football game. Okay. And I was pretty good at creating that pressure. I mean, those two guys wouldn't hardly sit in the same damn room with each other by the time I got them to that last scrimmage. They knew what pressure was. I put pressure on their ass every day. And as Randy said, one time I, I said something about, about the game. He said, coach, if I can get out of this room and get through practice, I'm not worried about the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, what's interesting there is, is you want your quarterbacks to all be close, but they got, they got to fight each other for the job. So they, how close are they really until the starters name? Cause these guys all want to be the starter. Uh and so I would imagine there's always there's a little tension in that room leading up to that, isn't it? There's you, too
10: much friendliness. There's too much they can say all they want to. Yeah. And and as people they can walk outside the hall and you hope that's that way. But inside that room Yeah. I mean it's a killing
1: field inside of that room. Yeah, you know, you can say, well, I threw an interception and the guy didn't get all over me. This guy made the same play and the coach didn't say nothing to him. Don't they analyze? Exactly how right. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
10: yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, those players learn that coach just like they learn to read the signs on their daddy. You're with, you're with the, you're with those those players that a quarterback coach, which I was, and those six players that in that room. There is nothing more intimate in sports than going into that room. Because yeah, yeah. that is, short of the head coach's office, that's the room. Yeah. Everybody walks by that room. All the other players and coaches, when that door is open, they all walk by that room and look in that room because they know where the name show starts. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't want the wideouts, I, I assume, are going to be
2: new. There'll be young wideouts. Um, wideouts last year weren't one guy's coming back, but play at Georgia. He's okay. Uh, but the quarterback situation, the Franklin kid has not really shown what he can do to, to people. We don't know. I don't know anything about yeah. it. And the other two kids coming in, we don't know anything at all. One's from Georgia, the other from Louisiana, I think. And then, yeah. uh, Milro, who is said to be, uh, you know, tough, good runner, not a, not a great passer. Uh, it's it's it sounds to me like that they're gonna stick with Milroy for a while, but because Man. they want to run the football, and they're yeah. gonna have they're gonna have more than a single back back there. They're gonna have two backs back there.
10: It's gonna be a it's gonna be a running football program, I think. Well, if you go back if you go back and look at Georgia, Nick, I mean, all it did was just reinforce Nick's. In Kirby's. I mean, they got to where they found a quarterback that they could just turn it up a notch, and they, at times it didn't look like they totally depended on, on running the ball. I get it. But they built that program running the ball. And you can get away from running the ball, and one day you look up, and you ain't tough anymore. Yeah. Which, when I saw Texas play Alabama, I didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't it. Line of scrimmage, that wasn't, that wasn't Alabama. That wasn't real toughness, in my opinion. Nick may tell me to kiss it, but <laughs> I'm telling you, they lost toughness through the course, and Georgia will lose toughness, too. You better get back running the ball, making a defense physical. It still is what makes a difference. Going to segue into the Super Bowl, uh, the line of scrimmages, the line of scrimmages at at uh, at, at, at Philadelphia, a hell of a lot tougher than they are at Kansas City. Interesting thing about the toughness that they got, that they got at Philadelphia, a lot of it came from Tuscaloosa. A lot of the mentality on that football team came from Tuscaloosa. Dickerson, yeah, he may be the heart and soul of that old damn thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but those two lines, they build off of each other. They fight each other every day. They might not be full speed, you know, full contact. You can't do much of that, at that level, but they, they breed to Philadelphia and, um, and you got probably one of the best passers in history. On one side. And you got on the, got a guy on the other side that got beat out at Alabama because he wasn't a good enough thrower. Um, takes you right to middle I mean, have we really seen what can happen? You know, if, if, uh, you know, I, I suspect that Tommy Reese really knows how to develop a passer. Um, because I think Nick realizes it was development that was left on the table with, with, um, you know, with, uh, Oh, the quarterback Philadelphia came, his name escapes but it Hurts. do it hurts? Yeah, I, I suspect that it hurt Nick a lot to realize that he didn't get Jalen where he is now. <laughs> and he's looking for a guy that can get that development out of Milro. And I, I, I suspect that had as much to bring a breeze uh, in than, than, than anything. This guy must have the ability to refine that that element, I suspect that may have been the first priority in, in our hiring the quarterback coach, hmm. as and the offensive coordinator. Which only Nick decides to what degree he's the quarterback coach and what degree he's the offensive coordinator. Only Nick decides that. And I'll promise you, it's different with every guy he hires. How much of that is which?
1: Well, coach, before you get out, tell every yeah. listeners of the importance of this. Uh, Program. I know that you're over the Coach Safely program.
10: Uh, well, we, we did, we're doing some analysis because we report to the uh, state of Alabama because they provide uh, partial funding. And uh, we, we are, we're, our analytics show that we run 370 communities. Uh, we have been in 370 communities. Now, some of those are really small because there's only 400 municipalities but i suspect we've only hit probably about about half the real demographics of youth sports in this state is my, my assessment but in those in those communities the coaches that have taken this course um, you don't you don't change people with an hour and a half worth of education okay you don't change them if they wanted to to be to approach the game and protect those kids, uh, they they now have the knowledge to do it. If they wanted to, uh, if they took it with some intent, then they those kids are going to be safer, and those parents are going to feel better about dropping those kids off at practice uh, to know that you know that 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 element of knowledge was there. I'll leave this. This is sort of sad, but I had somebody just tell me, hey, Jack, you ought to just say that. The only time I ever hear you say that is in private. But I'm going to leave it with you right here. Um, might as well. Um, I've stood over three caskets. Mm. This is how I got to this point. Mm. One of them was Speedy Cannon from a concussion that turned into a brain bleed in 1971. I stood over a casket of Greg Pratt, which was a deep death, 1983. Wow. And I stood over a casket of a suicide in 1990, Brandon Cook, who we had every sign he was having mental illness, and and we didn't. All of three of those were preventable. Mm-hmm. All three of them. Yeah. There's a way to manage a concussion that keeps them from dying. There's a, there's a way to see when heat is an issue and you make sure that you modify what's going on. And there's a way to recognize mental illness before it gets to the desperate level of a suicide. So I I think all of them were preventable. It was the lack of knowledge. So with knowledge, um, you know, we have the ability to to make coaches uh, or give coaches the tools they need to make the game safer. That's what we do.
1: Thanks, Jack. Thank you very much, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank Appreciate you. you, man. Take right, care. You. There's Coach Jack Crow uh, breaking it down and well, do a little segment there at the end of uh, the Coach Safely program. So you can Google that right on the Internet and get involved in that. Alabama 1, www.alabama1.org. Um, we talk about the credit card, the mortgage, the car loan. Why? Because I have all three, and I know those are important to people, and they will sit down and find the best deal possible for you. Go to one of the local branches, get the process started. You can get there right there at the website. Go to www.alabama1.org. The people there, man, are outstanding. Look forward to talking to my main man, Mike Brown, tomorrow about uh, all the exciting things going on there. Also, want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. They make this 7 o'clock hour possible. do it for you each and every day. When you're going to build, build it right. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it 205-342-9904 if you want to get in on the show with us this morning that's us the Tide 100.9 SC home of Alabama sports
4: Tide 100.9 traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, the wrecks are coming in on a wet Thursday morning. 2059 eastbound at mile marker 83. U.S. 11 at Grime Crossing Road in Coal Lake. Delays at both. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
11: Oh, oh, oh,
4: O'Reilly. Count on the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to
6: recommend the best products for your vehicle and budget. Get maximum cooling system performance.
0: Touchdown, Alabama! Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. As we kick off the 8 o'clock hour, I think Andrew Kniffer with Allstate Insurance. He's my insurance agent. Let him become yours. I speak from knowledge of how great he's done for me. 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Nobody really wants insurance until you need it. And when you need it, you want to make sure you have the right coverage. Uh, And so he will... Run a quote for you. Don't just pay your bill. Know what you're paying. Give him a call today. Have him email you a quote. 205-722-9201. Andrew Conifer, Allstate Insurance. All right, to the Allstate Hotline. Get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe.
9: Good morning, coaches.
1: How are you, sir? Man,
9: I thought, sure, after Oates had said it after the LSU game, wanted a full house. I thought eight o'clock Wednesday night. No way. No way. <laughs> and then Joe touched you guys touched on it earlier. Probably wasn't ten thousand in the arena. And I just thought we was gonna have one of those games, but man, we just put on clinic a yeah. shooting
1: clinic last night. Yeah. Eight o'clock's already – We discussed that in the first hour. I think they should play It's yeah. not Alabama's fault. It's just TV. I don't know. Six is too early. Eight's too late. Play it at seven.
9: Yep, but, but. I agree with you, Barry, all the way. I mean, these these other guys, ga- I mean, you know, it ain't like they got a right to schedule out, yeah. you know. You have some flexibility in there. I'm going to give you three teams, guys, that are going to be in the 15 teams with us in our area, in our region, I should say, not area, because that's high school. But I'm going to say UCLA, Virginia, and UConn, those were all three opposite teams from us, all three teams that are hard to play mm. because of the way they play. And I'm basing that on all the history of Alabama basketball and how our, our seedings have gone, and you can go all the way back to CM, and then Wimp, we'll, and then Hobbs and on and on and on. But uh, you all agree with that?
1: Well, I'm looking here, uh, the latest Bracketology, which was done on the 7th, so I guess that was, what, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got Alabama, obviously, on one, taking on uh, Moorhead State or somebody else in a play game. If they win, Joe, they play the winner of Pittsburgh and Michigan State. Now, mm-hmm. the problem when you play like a Michigan State Alabama's better than Michigan State, but they've been there before. So, you know, and right. Izzo, you know. And mm-hmm. then below them is UConn, Oral Roberts, Kansas State, and Hofstra. So you're going to look at be looking at UConn or Kansas State in the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. which is what you just said. Um, mm-hmm. The bottom of that bracket, uh, Kansas, been there before, is the two-seed. Um, you got Maryland, New Mexico, Virginia, and like you just said, Virginia's in there as well. So.
9: <laughs> no, this is, this is Joe. Yeah. This, ain't, this is not even the committee. It's Joe Lenardi. I know, I know the committee will do it to us. They'll ha- we'll have <laughs> to beat three teams. I guarantee before we can even get there. And, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Instead of Kansas, Kansas probably ended up being a one seed for what's over with anyway.
1: Right now, the ones are Purdue. I don't know. Kansas got a lot of losses. Uh, Purdue, Alabama, Arizona, and Houston. I don't see that changing. Do you, Dad? I think those four are going to be number ones. I I do. The twos of these, Joe and Dad, if you could pick your two, would you want UCLA, who guards the crap out of you, Kansas, Texas, or Tennessee? Give me Texas all day. You you guys?
9: Yeah. I don't know. I, you know who I definitely don't want,
1: UCLA. <laughs> or, or Kansas. I'd take Tennessee or Texas. Want. Now, who would, well, have... who would you want out of those twos? Who would you want out of those twos? They ain't going to let us play Tennessee.
9: Yeah. They ain't going to have that um, on bad Texas. They don't oh, have it. Comedy um, ain't going. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I, anyway, you know, y'all find I, I, y'all
2: find both of you find UCLA a little bit better than I do. I know because of the defense. I hope
1: you're right, William. Yeah, but their toughness, and I know, I know those guys. One of the guys that their I associate know. head coach, but their preparation for teams and how they defend them, and their oh. and their coach is tough. I just wouldn't want to see them, but. And you
9: yeah. definitely don't want to play
2: Virginia, right? Virginia's gotten better, and there's no doubt about that. They're not they're not great, but they're hard to play. They're,
1: yeah. I they're mean, they're defensively. Yeah. But I would think Alabama maybe could go to a number Virginia can't go to. But if you shoot it fast, they're going to come down, and they're going to grind you. Uh, and you come down and shoot it fast again, they're going to grind you again the next day. You won't have the ball. They'll Virginia will have the ball 75% of the game. Um, right. Connecticut will be hard. This guy, at
2: Connecticut, I, I know they're not yep. playing not playing as good as they have played, but they are. They'll, you know, they'll bow up pretty good defensively. I think they're a pretty tough defense, to Connecticut is, I think. So. Yeah.
9: I would not be surprised if all three's not in ours. If I had to pick three, that's who I would pick. Just because of the way the committee does the SEC <laughs> in basketball.
8: Yeah. You um,
9: know what I'm talking about. You know? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Got some tough draws in my in my day. You got that right. We could talk about that for a whole show.
1: Well, and you got yeah, to get, get, get you got to get you got to get lucky. Uh, you know, like the year in Birmingham, Austin P should have beat Providence. They had them beat. The guys at the foul line, you know. So you have to have some teams luck their way through it uh, with some upsets, and you know that second week you. Have a big upset. Now you're playing some team that's not near as good as you. There's a lot of luck involved in this stuff too, isn't there, Joe?
9: Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Huge upsets. Yeah, huge. as always yeah. eight nines. They're always there. And of course, ten
1: seven deal. Five twelve, nine, nine, five twelve. Yeah. They're always upsets. Yeah, five twelve.
9: Yeah. So, and but the thing is, that team is probably playing better that at that moment than that team anyway, regardless of the states. Yeah, I just get
1: I get I laugh when I hear people say, "Yeah, if they could win these three and then get one in the tournament, that's gonna get them in the NCAA." The tournament doesn't mean anything, I don't think. So,
9: and y'all's comments earlier about football, basketball, yeah. Jay Billis told us the other day, you got three four team tournaments. Yeah. In football, you got one four team tournament. Yeah. So hopefully, the twelve team thing maybe we can get a couple of upsets at least one or two a year out of that thing. We yeah.
1: can do that. I hope so. Yeah. Great stuff, All right, guys. Joe. I
9: enjoy your show. Thank, Thank you, sir. Joe.
1: Appreciate There's it. Joe, you. Uh, there. There. Um, is there a particular style, dad, that you don't want to see in NCW? If you're in a one seed, you're going to pop the first game, but
2: you know, the amazing thing that you don't ever see in the league against the, the Alabama's people, if it's taught right, zone. Mm-hmm. You never see a zone. Yeah. You saw Miss you saw Mississippi State when they went uh, three quarter zone um, after some mates uh, and kind of mixed it a little bit. But you never see you you don't see. And I don't know the zones the way to play Alabama, but I think that that's something you never see in the league. You, you may say I, I look at I look at Kentucky the other night. They played tried to play a little bit of zone against Florida and they know more than you. You've got to know where your coverage is, how to cover. How, anytime a guy goes out and covers, you've got to have somebody to take his place defensively to be sure you're not gapped in the middle. And They, they, they just run it enough. They, just, they never spend enough time on it to really know anything about it. And to me, you just don't see that. I don't know if it's anybody. I, I think Connecticut was the hardest team for Alabama to play this year. Uh, they were all excited to play Alabama the way Oklahoma was cause they thought they were good. And they, they got in their grill pretty hard, but, uh, Alabama is so good, you know, so good offensively on, on the break and, and not turning it over much. And, you know, second, third shots for Alabama are terrific. And, and uh, you know, they're just big and long arm kids with, with, they're not going to give you many shots
1: at the basket. And, uh, yeah, I look at, like, Lenardi. He's got Missouri in eight. Mm-hmm. He's, but he's got Arkansas in 11. See, I look at Arkansas, that's a bad seed, 11. If I'm a six, I don't want to have to play Arkansas in the first round. So you, when you – I think sometimes these people don't seed these teams correctly and somebody gets punished for having a good year. So if you're a six and you're – uh, where do you where do you pick that up Barry, on, on the internet on, on espn.com? Just go okay. to uh, okay, college right. basketball. Okay, all right. So, anyway, uh, we could discuss it if you guys want to discuss the uh, NCAA pairings. What what teams do you not want to see? What style do you not want to see if you're Alabama or can Alabama? I think this team may can play any style, uh, and so if, if that's what you want, then it doesn't matter. I always wouldn't want to see a Syracuse uh, just because of that zone. Two-minute truck at of 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Where it's local, out of town, or out of state, let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today for the free estimate. 205-247-5050. That is two-minute truck movers who care.
5: Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday
6: morning. The closure of the FEMA disaster recovery office in Hale County today coincides with the opening of DRCs in Green and Hale counties. At those sites, representatives from the Small Business Administration will be assisting. SBA's Bill Melton told reporters you don't have to be a business owner to receive a low-interest SBA loan to rebuild your home from the January 12th tornadoes. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news sports and weather. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa.
4: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, the wrecks are coming in on a wet Thursday morning. 2059 eastbound at mile marker 83. U.S. 11 at Grime Crossing Road in Coalink. Delays at both. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Winning is in the air this February with a $100,000 Cube Fortune Sports and Plinko at Silver Star at Golden Moon Casinos. Join us every Friday and Saturday nights in February to win a share of
8: $100,000 in cash. Our coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather.
7: Rain diminishing this morning. Clouds will linger this afternoon and tonight. Temperatures holding steady in the upper 50s and low 60s today are low tonight, 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with only a small chance of a shower. The high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Inside the locker room with Wimpy Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker. Right, Joe, I gave y'all some my, my scenario. I know I'm putting dead to sleep. Go to the girls' game. Support the girls. Co-coach Max game. I'll go to Rock. It's like two-hour drive to Rockford to scout a game. A team I'm going to play next Tuesday. My mother texts me the decision. I would uh-huh. already made it. What do you think she told me to do, Joe? Uh, Coach Max team. <laughs> Dad, what do you think she said?
2: I have no idea. But it uh, it don't matter what she says. The main the main thing do is go to Rockford.
1: Well, she said go scout the game. Oh, good. I think Bob yeah, get gets it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, she said, go scout the game. I said, well, I was all along. I was just letting you all know my dilemma. All right, Coach uh, Oates met with the media last night. Uh, as always, they go in, they give an opening statement. Alabama played extremely well last night. Uh, this blew them out. Of the- well, it wasn't even a game. Uh, here's the opening statement from Coach Oates last night. It's a lot
5: better. That was the way we wanted to come out. thought our Stars did a great job starting the game out. The first half was great. thought we played a lot more like we're accustomed to playing. That, that's a good team, too. I mean, they, look at their last two games. I mean, they've been playing their best basketball right now. So, you know, that's one of the teams that's going to finish in the top half of the league would be my guess. So to do that against them, obviously, Castleton had, had quite a game. You know, I, we... We would have liked to have done a better job on him he's a really good player obviously i did think we did a, you know we did a good job taking away their threes for the most part they hit that late one kind of want to kick down that we gave up but you know in the first half they didn't hit one so if you're going to double they do have shooters they take decent amount of threes we didn't want to give up a bunch of threes that's the way to get upset so we our game plan was not to double him when charles was in there we probably Needed to double a little more when Charles wasn't in there. But, you know, other than our defense on Castleton, I thought our effort tonight was pretty good.
1: Uh, Dad, you talk about that uh, a lot. Like, okay, we're going to live with Castleton getting 29, but we're not going to give him threes. You got to give up something. That sounds like that's what Alabama uh, did last night.
2: Yeah, and you don't know that he's going to get 29. That's mm-hmm. a lot of points for him, but uh, he yeah. kept that value on the perimeter, for not doing anything. Back on this attendance thing the attendance factor for all of you when everybody's coaching down through the years from Johnny D who is the first one I think of Jerry Harper's going to be the, um, whatever this year. Um, you have to be in a situation where the cities and the town and the state wants to come and see their team play. They don't decide that, uh, the team is is so good as this team is that they're going to be there by by thirty. They don't get disappointed uh, if their team is winning just half the games. Not a great deal. You have to you have to be in, in a situation where they where all the time you want to come see your team play, not who you play your team, and for. Um, you know, for years, that's not it's not been easy in Alabama to come and see. You know, your team is so you know you come, it's just it just that's just the way it is. Uh, so many people every every game that every game that you play from a coaching standpoint takes on its own personality. It doesn't make you, you can't look at them and I say this all the time. You can't look at who did what last week and decide how this game is going to go. You can't do that. But if you're you know, if you're blowing people out, and you play, you got playing somebody that's one in ten in the, in the league, you pretty much know. But it, it, when you get to, when you can get to where everybody's fighting for tickets and wants to come see your team play, then then you've got something there.
1: Yeah, I think the the when the game's played is a factor now. Now, if they'd have played Florida on Saturday at three o'clock, it'd have been a sellout. Uh, but playing it. At 8 o'clock on a Wednesday night, it was hard for people from Birmingham. So the time of the game, when it is, Alabama this team right now will sell out all the weekend games. But it's hard to get a full house in there. I mean, if there was Auburn in there at 8 o'clock, it would be a full house. But it's hard to get a full house in there against a Florida or – Mississippi State or one of those at eight o'clock or even six o'clock. Uh, would you would you agree to that? Well, uh, to some
2: extent, I'm, I still go back to what I say. If you, you know, if you want, if you're dying to see, and it was not not because of the teams they have now, because the teams back way yonder. Uh, you just you just so it's a basketball fan that you're going. You're dying to see your team play, not particularly who, who they play. So many people in basketball try to decide who they're going to play and, and it may be a tennis and football is down you know it, it's 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 that way in, in, in football you think about you think about the you know it's the, the excitement you think about the the spring game when coach got first got here I mean you he, he, he couldn't get a ticket the first couple of years and now you know he's encouraging to come encouraging you to come watch the a day game and it, it's it's Things change, you know, through through the years. They just do. They just change. But um, it, it's I don't know. I, I think I think athletic directors are worried about football attendance now a little bit. They're they're trying to be darn sure they've got an Ohio State or West Virginia or somebody coming in that's a real name to, to just, so they'll buy the season tickets based on playing in the Middle of Tennessee's and people like that. They've got the, you know, the buy the season tickets. That includes the Texas
1: game for next year. It's going to be here. So. Yep. All right, uh, Joe. Let's play that other clip there. I didn't realize this. Uh, this is the best start SEC play in seventy years. at Alabama, is that seventy? Yeah.
3: I said since the Rocket Eight. That's not
2: correct. I don't think. What, what was our record? Uh, we were sixteen and two.
1: Yeah, did y'all start out, what is Alabama, 11-0? and 0? Yes. Did y'all start out 11-0? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, all right, let's hear what uh, Coach had to say about the best start in SEC play in 70 years.
5: <laughs> no, no, he kind of knew. It was, it was impressive. You kind of knew a little bit. So, I, look, I mean, it's it's great. They've had a lot of really good teams here. I don't even know who was in the SEC back in 55-56, but it's a good league now. I, I, look, we're just trying to play good basketball. I think we are played pretty well tonight. We've got a really tough two-game stretch in front of us, so it's nice to make some history around here. So, if we get to 14-0, that'd be great. That's, I guess, that's the next mark, but it's that's not going to be easy with these next two road games.
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe we need to get some. Well, you can look at C. You know, we lost
2: we lost to Kentucky at home on a, on a shot where we just. <laughs> Whatever, and we lost uh, to Florida down there. We won eight out of nine on the road, and we only had a 10-team league, but we played everybody twice. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make any history or
1: – well, I mean, I don't – it is what it is. If they're letting me know, and you guys went 16-2, which is also very good. Um, we lost the last
2: game. That's the 18th game of the season. We, we, I think it was the last game. No, maybe, maybe it was the last road trip. I don't remember. It's been so long. I don't
1: yeah. It don't matter. All right, uh, Joe, I want to hear uh, what Coach says uh, about not overlooking Florida. I think Coach has done a good job. Yeah, they had the one hiccup at Oklahoma. I think the Oklahoma. Before we play that clip, then I think the Oklahoma game helped Alabama. Don't you? Hey, you can help oh, Alabama. I
2: don't think I don't think it hurt them. I don't, I don't think it hurt them. I think it yeah. got got your attention. I yeah, think, that's what because, I mean.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. All right, let's hear, what, Joe, Let's hear what uh, he had to say about not overlooking Florida.
5: You know what? We weren't happy with our game at LSU. I think guys understood we got to play better. That it wasn't who we were. And our point was two out of our last three games, we haven't played hard enough, well enough. It was our two lowest, that game in Oklahoma game, our two lowest blue-collar totals. Made a big point emphasis on getting that back up. It was almost 90 tonight. You know, they only had 60, so I thought we played a lot harder. It just let's get back to being who we are, who we know ourselves to be. And that's, that's us. I thought Jaden Bradley had a great start to the game. You know, I, offensively, he's getting downhill, making plays. You know, we, we shot it well. That always helps. But, you know, we all rebounded him. Um, you know, I mean, I just think when we're locked in and our efforts there, we're a really good team. And guys understand that nobody was happy with that game at LSU. We just that that it was It's good to get a win when you don't play well, but we need to play well. So we came out with the mindset we – need to play well and this is a good team if we you know if you don't play well they beat you so we, we did play well
2: well it played well but we're in the process of comparing there he's comparing two road games to two home games and if you compare the two games the games you think about the mental aspect of it the excitement to play the, the crowd going right going wild when you're making all those threes or fast break baskets there is a Um, there's somewhat of a difference there in the two roads versus the two homes, regardless,
1: in my opinion. Yeah, you feed off the crowd, obviously. Uh, The crowd, you make runs with the crowd. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes, and we'll get to break.
2: Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys uh, that know the law, Uh, if you're having problems and you need some advice, Prince Glover and Hayes at 345-1234 can help you and they'll do a good job in representing you, and then if you feel like that, uh, they feel like that you need to go further with it, uh, you sit down with them at, on, at 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them again, and you find that Prince Glover and Hayes are the very, very best attorneys you can find anywhere, Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. 1234 Constant Companion Animal Hospital, I want to mention them, at the Narrows Drive in Birmingham. I Take uh, Sam out there, they're really good people, they're they just know what they're doing and I think you'll be encouraged with your animal to take them out there and tell me you heard them inside the locker room. The number there is a 205 area code, it's six three five zero three one three.
1: You listen Tide 100.9, it's the home of Alabama Sports.
3: No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers.
4: Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, the wrecks are coming in on a wet Thursday morning. 2059 eastbound at mile marker 83. U.S. 11 at Grime Crossing Road in Coalink. Delays at both. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Towns Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
1: Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Action
7: Matters is responsible for the content of this ad.
4: Attention all women
7: who use Tylenol or other medications containing acetaminophen, including NyQuil or Day. While pregnant, if you are 60s today or low tonight, 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with only a small chance of a shower, the high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide (laughs) Sports. Tide
4: 100.9. But ain't a lot like Dixie. I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home.
1: Wayne's Pest Control serves over one hundred thousand customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since nineteen seventy-three. Not the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from unwanted pests. Winter Wayne's provides world-class termite protection. General Pest Control. And mosquito prevention services. You also keep that lawn looking, lush and healthy. Give them a call today 866-Wayne's-1. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, to the Wayne's hotline. Get Tim into the show. Good morning, Tim.
12: Good morning, coaches. Hey, before I very Barry, good luck in your tournament. Uh, Thank you, sir. You mentioned a while ago, who do you not want to run into in the tournament? Well, yeah. I don't have a particular team in mind, but let me give you the biography of the team I don't want to alabama to play i don't want it to be a no name or a small name team that hardly anybody knows about i don't want it to be a team that's got a bunch of uh, 22 and 23 year old seniors and i don't want them to have a six foot 10 285 pound guy whether he's you know got a big old butt on him or whatever and two guards that can shoot the ball and are quick as lightning. Now, that's the team I don't want to see us play. Now, I'm going to hang up and listen to what y'all.
1: Is that team out there, Tim? Oh, Tim's gone. Um, I, don't, I just don't want to play those. I don't want to play those teams that do a great job defensively uh, that just take away your threes, uh, but they're aggressive. Uh, they take away your drives and your threes. I don't like those teams that just defend the crud out of it because some nights you're going to not shoot the ball right, dad, well. Uh, but some teams you can score on uh, because they're just not good defensively. That, that probably be – and then I wouldn't want to see the length of a Syracuse and have to play that zone because you cannot simulate it in practice. It looks sloppy. You're sitting there looking, oh, we're going to be fine against it. And teams cannot shoot the ball against that zone. It's 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 eerie to be quite honest with you. Uh, your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, was, you know, long arm kids. I don't. I don't. The biggest guy I would worry about, of course, would be the guy at Purdue. He's 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 not a big man. He's a he's he's unbelievable. Unbelievably big. You can watch him tonight and see some of that. Um, but I want somebody that's going to change defenses only occasionally. Uh, but, but not lose their pressure in either one of them and get me sometimes. I wouldn't want to say it gets me sometimes at, uh, at midcourt or past midcourt with a little zone press stuff and gets back to the zone. And then the next time they're man, they, ch- they change it up. I don't think that's – you lose your tempo of shooting the threes and, you know, zone demand. I mean, you can't do it too much, but enough to where you where you affect the team a little bit offensively. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of team I, – I, you know, I used to worry about playing teams that pressed us a lot because I wasn't sure we were ready to play against the press after playing all the games that we played and, um, you know, things like that. Yeah, I want to ask different you that. Different tempo
1: games I want to ask it. you that. You know, teams used to play like that. Rick Pitino, they would press your eyeballs out. Nolan Richardson, would, they would – and you – it was so hard to prepare for because I don't think they knew where the traps were coming from. Those traps were coming from everywhere, and it was, it's hard to simulate that in practice. So you're not running your traditional offense like you no. have to make plays. Why do teams not play like that anymore?
2: I don't know. They just don't. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I think I don't know why teams don't occasionally play a little bit more zone if they have taught the zone that's that's the key you've got to teach it and you've got to you know you've got to you know for alabama's sake they got to, all everybody can shoot it well they don't have anybody that shoots it poorly at all much but you've got to know where the shooters are and they're and it's just it, 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 i just you don't see a change in defense as much anymore you see basically man and some zone they and they have you have zone teams like Syracuse like you mentioned, some teams are going to play zone regardless because he believes in that and they've won one national championship and uh, you know they, they've done a good job with it, with their program so I don't know if things just go through cycles at times but uh, Alabama's offered awfully, awfully good on the offensive end and getting better on the defensive end and they, and the ain't a big factor of Alabama is they rebound so well. They've got big, long-arm kids. That's the reason she weighs. And people like that have such a hard time, you know, they back to the basket when they get it. They can't do it. They they got to shoot a little jump shot before that long-arm guy gets to them facing the basket once they can get it. So, uh, as I said a minute ago, I looked at Kentucky's zone. There was only knew no more to do than the goose. Because Cal probably hadn't worked on him much, but thought he'd go to it just to try to change the tempo of the game. Yeah, I people.
1: Joe, is there any teams out there that press? And trap all over the court anymore? Not that I can think. I mean, you, you <laughs>
3: talk about Mick Cronin's defense, but even they no, they're don't. not. No, they, they're even not. They don't.
1: They may trap you in the post. A couple. Yeah, right. But they're not going full
3: court, no. three quarter court. Florida came out and tried it like once last night, and it led to a Brandon Miller, a quick Brandon Miller three point shot. I, I think uh, I think coaches maybe think that the risk is, is not worth the reward.
1: I, I don't I, – maybe they call the game so tight now that teams are in the one and one so fast because, I mean, when Nolan Richardson were trapping you, I mean, they were slapping you, trapping you, punching you. Um, maybe the style of play now is a lot different. Uh, but I just – you know I, don't know, I don't think people like that playing against 1-3-1. One, one. And I thought maybe – uh, Mississippi State did that the other night. Maybe that caused Alabama a little bit of problem there to how would you attack a one three one, do you know? Uh, sometimes those are hard defenses to attack.
2: Yeah, well you got you know, basically you got tackling a two one two one two. Yeah. But get you guys in the corners and, and but you know, it just all of a sudden it hits you not expecting it and it hit you. Uh, it can be a little bit confused. It can throw your tempo off a little bit, especially if you're a three-point shooting team like Alabama that's going down and just shooting the three whenever and making most of them. So, um, you know, you you can have some nights. I don't think Alabama shoots too many threes. I think that's what they they live by. But I think there's some basketball teams in the league that shoot way too many. Um, and, and Kentucky doesn't shoot many. And that I don't know know what their deal is, but, uh, you know, Mississippi State don't need to shoot any. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Joe, let's go down last clip there. You know, they're going to turn the page uh, today and start getting ready for Auburn. Uh, But uh, they asked Coach about his initial thoughts on Auburn uh, last night. Here, what Coach had to say.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's – become a top 25 game i mean he's done an unbelievable job he year before i got here he was in the final four you know last year's team was unbelievable this year's team he's competing with everybody they're one of the best teams in this league you know and he lost a lot from last year they'll 100 percent be ready for us we all know that they've got a uh 24-hour head start on us so I'm going to cut this thing short here and get to studying some Auburn film because we uh, we got some catch-up work to do here. So, yeah, we'll talk to you. I, I Look, I've seen them play enough. I haven't went in depth and studied them. I've seen them play other teams that we've been scouting. But the one thing I know for sure is they're going to play as hard as we've seen a team play all year down at their place, and that crowd's going to be really into it there. They've got an unbelievable atmosphere to play games in, and – They've got a good team that's going to play really hard. That's really well coached. So it's going to be a tough road game for us.
1: All right. Uh, pretty pretty honest there. Now, Auburn does have a one-day head start. But uh, at this time of year, like everybody kind of knows everybody. First in condos, three bedroom, three and main condos, three-bedroom, three-and-a-half baths. Out in the historic district of downtown Norport, beautiful area there. Security cameras, gated community. The location is outstanding. Uh, you got Internet and direct TV provided with the condominium. You tell her you heard it on the inside of the locker room. If you rent one, you get one month of free rent. Two minutes to downtown, five minutes to the University of Alabama. These condos are loaded. Go to com to tour them. You also can give them a call, 205-657-7465. And tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. All right, we'll take this break. We'll get to Philip when we get back. It's the Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports.
3: Crimson Tide today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler Jeep, Dodge, and Ram and Pearl River Resort.
0: From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide today. It's daily Update on Bama Sports and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere. At any time with CBNS Bank's Digital Solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. On Thursday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, we were joined by Alabama gymnast Louisa Blanco. She shared what went into her perfect 10 routine last time out against Auburn and was ahead for the Crimson Tide.
3: It was just trusting my training and trusting that my teammates set me up in the best way possible. Uh, Lily Hudson, I'm especially proud of her because she has become such a leader. Even though she is just a sophomore, she carries herself like a veteran, and I'm just so, so proud of her. She set me up so well again, Uh, just taking it one skill at a time and really honing in on just the little details. And I knew if I put it all one by one, piece by piece, that the outcome would, you know, speak for itself. And I'm I'm really, really proud of myself, but just proud of my girls too. Couldn't have do it without them.
0: I'll have more in a moment. At CBNS Bank, we've been into meeting the needs of our customers since 1906. Whether you're buying a home or auto or consolidating debt, CBNS Bank's personal loans are on point or setting new business goals. Our lineup of commercial loans can help you achieve them. At CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and even prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit CBSBank.com today. All loans subject to credit approval, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Join us tonight for Alabama women's basketball against Kentucky. Tip off from Lexington is set for 6 p.m. with radio coverage available across the network. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the
4: Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the of Nissan Traffic Center, the wrecks are coming in on a wet Thursday morning. 2059 eastbound at mile Marker 83. US 11 at Grime Crossing Road in Co Delays at both. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models. Interest rates as low as 0% and great selection. I'm Captain Ray.
0: The Big Man is bringing you his incredible live show. Three seconds. Don't, don't the way i want
1: to go to her welcome back to inside the locker I get right up to the alabama one hotline get philip into the show good morning philip how you doing no Man, gentlemen, I
11: hope y'all are doing good. hey I've got a question on zone defenses. What, what makes a coach go from a two to three zone two three zone to a one three one to a boxing one is that is that coach's decision based on what the defense brings to the table or what the opposition brings to the table on offense?
2: Well generally speaking the basketball coach has got a zone that he likes in particular. He's not, unless you're real. Ray Mears was one of the great zone coaches before you were born in Tennessee. Uh, he was terrific with it. But uh, basically, if you like, a, 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 I ran what I called a drop zone, and that was what I ran all the time. And I kind of showed one look, and it went into another. But um, you just decide what your personnel, what you have, what you feel like you can do with your team, what you believe in. If, if you can get a big guy in front of your one-three-one. Um, you know, with with the long arm reach, you you, you really discourage a lot of things that go on with the with the with the, mm-hmm. with the ball on offense. So, you know, I, to answer your question, some coaches like two three, some like one three ones, like some like three twos. It's it just and they don't generally, unless you're just a zone coach altogether, you don't really do much. You just stick with that one zone. If it doesn't work, you go to man. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, uh, Philip, the zone is to also, try. To, so many people like to drive the lane and kick for threes because it, it, it draws help. Hopefully the zone will take that away where you're not being able to drive in because it's a zone. There's guys in there now. You can screen zones and skip passing. And, and zones, you can give up threes for sure because you're not glued to your guy, so it's hard to take away the threes. So teams that don't shoot well, people like to zone them. I think you can take away the inside a little bit more. On a zone, and Dad's right, the one three one. if you have long-arm guys, then you get people throwing lob passes. And the boxing one, obviously, is just four guys are in a box. They're playing a zone, and one guy is assigned to uh, one player, and he follows him all over the court and tries to never let him even touch the ball. And so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the differences there.
11: But, uh, you know, a, a highly disciplined zone, though, it does seem like it would cut down on – like the center catching the ball, you know, at the top of the key and making a nice, you know, crisp pass to a guy that's cutting to the goal. A good discipline zone would, to me, you know, prevent that. But a, but a bad discipline zone, you get eaten up.
1: Well, you give up open threes, and then people you don't rebound as well yeah, out of the zone. People say it's harder to rebound out of the zone when it's man. You know who you're blocking out a zone. You know you may have an overload. Those guys come running to the glass. There's not enough people to block them out. So it's a little bit harder to. Defensive rebound in the zone than it is a man. Let
11: me ask you this with, with, with the time clock, you know, with the shot clock like it is now, I know this is um, a little bit off the wall, but couldn't you still run a, a variant of the four corners even with the shot clock?
1: Yeah, you end up taking a bad shot. Now, I do see people, uh, defensively run like a token zone pressure uh, just to make you use some time to get the ball up the court and then that way you don't have as much time to attack their defense but I mean 30 seconds goes pretty fast so if you're trying to run a mm-hmm. four corner and hold the ball yep. uh, you know you're going to end up taking a bad shot probably uh, because it's hard to just get one at the last second there but, uh, but teams like Virginia they do play a slower methodical game, and if they rebound the ball, you may be on defense a minute against a team like mm-hmm. that, you know, so yeah. that, it's not fun to play against for sure, because kids want to get to the offensive end and, and, and score, because that's where you get all the glory, uh
11: Well, Coach Samson, can I ask you, when, when we played the Oriole the in the NCAA tournament, yeah. did, did you run in the four corners that day?
2: No, I, I do only thing I tried to do in that game was take the tempo and change it for them and make the tempo more our way than their way. Mm-hmm. And um we we took some bad shots at the end of the game. We had we were played pretty well. Um uh, and yeah. I don't know if that was right or wrong. I obviously it was wrong. We got beat 62 to 60. But I I, yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want to take it away from our team, but I wanted to play uh, try to play the way we wanted to play and you know, I've gotten Credit and criticized and whatever for that game and so on. Oh okay. yeah, you no, know,
1: Philip. The funny thing about that is we in California and uh, Loyola Marymount played Michigan in the final thirty-two game, and Michigan tried to run with them. And we sat there and I watched Loyola Marymount. I think they scored one hundred and fifty-three points against. I mean, they were getting out slinging it. And they try, mm-hmm. and then so then you had to say, Man, do we try to run with these guys? Uh, cause they are just firing threes, and there's no way to simulate it. So, yeah, yeah no, that's no, sc- no that, way, that'd scare you to death there. So, thank but, you.
2: Go
11: ahead. Hey, 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 I remember Coach Ray Mears, man. I'm 62 years older than the Stokely
1: Athletic Center. Ray Mears is something
2: else, boy. I, I got a nice letter from him. I want my boys to keep I mean, He framed, I, I don't have it framed, but he's uh, he's some coach, boy.
1: Thank you, Philip. Have a good. Thank, thank you, thank you. Back. Uh, yep, so zone de- there's place for zone defense for sure, and we'll see uh, as we move through this uh, NCAA tournament. It'll be fun. Hey, Alabama 1, you get that vehicle loan out of Alabama 1. Rates as low as 1- 3.49%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. They also have Alabama 1 Auto Mall. But you can go out uh, to Tuscaloosa Toyota. If you got a great loan, they'll take great care of you as well. We'll talk a little bit more about those guys uh, next week. That's it for today's show. Joe, appreciate you this morning. Appreciate uh, Jack Crow. I had a guy that said Jack Crow by far is the best guest because Jack Crow knows when you hear him talk about these coordinators come in and what they go through. That's real stuff there. Listen, Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. The Gary Harry Show is next. Have a great day, everybody.